Hello, SPC listeners. We're back for another training flight. This time it would be for my last dual flight before my check ride the very next day. I'd be flying with Larry again, my flight instructor, getting the last three tenths of hood time I needed to be ready for my certificate. Enjoy episode 49. Wait, it's tomorrow? Chandler Tower, Cherokee 4121 Tango is at Chandler Air Service. We have Sulu and uh, we'd like a south departure, please. In this episode, we'll cover a quick flight to get the additional 0.3 hours I needed to be ready for my check ride. The previous day, I had three flights. See episodes 46, 47, and 48 for those. Today, I would do this one flight, and I'd be studying like crazy for my oral and check ride the next morning. I also was going to try to get to bed pretty early, so I'd be ready the next day. But this day, I needed some hood time. So let's start with the ATIS and my initial call. You'll hear Larry talk about a piece of paper he lost out the door. We were using that to be able to touch the yoke without burning ourselves. That's Arizona in the summer for you. Incidentally, many businesses around here use neoprene sleeves on the metal door handles to their businesses. We should have probably got something like that for these metal yokes, but we didn't have them. Anyway, here you go. struggling with his radio procedures earlier in the day. Larry was trying to be nice, but evidently the guy had bungled up a few things earlier, and he had more to come in the short time we were with him at the runway. First, you'll hear him call ground to let them know that he was ready on 2-2 right, which of course should have been a call to tower, not ground. Also, you'll hear me note that not only was he on the wrong frequency, but he wasn't really at the runway either. I covered this in a previous episode, but it's not cool to make a call that you're ready at the runway without actually being at the runway. I even made the comment that if he's not careful, I might sneak in front of him. And then I did. (laughs) I gave him a few seconds to call tower, but he didn't. In fact, he called ground again. So I pulled up to the hold short line in front of him, switched over to tower and let them know that I was actually ready to go. Then before the controller could even respond to me, 
he called into tower finally. Another gaffe because he didn't wait to see what was happening on the frequency. Tower cleared me for takeoff and then told him to hold short. It was sort of funny, but illustrates why it's important for us to follow standard procedures so we don't gum up the works. We'll take it to the takeoff. That side's hot. Yeah, the other side. <laughs> Good thing I don't touch that Standard side. Ground, 75 X-ray, hold, 2-2, right. Oh, this is the guy this morning that was such a boob. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that, but... The guy, the controller? No, this, this airplane, he was... No, well, I won't go into it, he was... Confused this morning on the radio a little bit, and calling over and over again, and... He got the, he got the mission accomplished, I don't mean to criticize the guy. Power's probably going on, we don't know, we gotta talk to this guy again. <laughs> Moose pump. What's he in there, a little 172? Yeah, I think so, older 172. Yeah. I don't know what he's sitting back there. Standard ground, 78775 X-ray, is on hold at 2-2 right. So when Why is he calling ground back? Uh, Roger, contact channel tower frequency 1-2-1-1. This Roger. was evident, this was what he's been doing all, I heard of all this he's morning. He's not holding short yet either. He's not careful, I'm going to sneak in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, he was uh, this morning on the radio, they told him to stand by, and he called four more times. They said, we told you to stand by. And then they finally, he was just confused. He sounded confused the whole time, so... What kind of takeoff would you like me to do? He hasn't switched yet. Well, let's just do a uh, soft field takeoff. Soft field? Yep. Well, what do you think I should do? Pull up? Go up and call him. He hasn't called him yet, so go ahead and call him right now. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 81658 is ready to go on 22 right. Chandler Tower, Cessna 8775 X-ray on hold 22 right. Cherokee 81658, John Tower, fire and heading, and ready to take off. Clear for takeoff, 22 right, Cherokee 658. Uh, you said soft field, soft field, yeah. 15 under 22 inches. Correction, Chandler Tower, hold, set of runway, 22 right. 75 X-ray, hold, 22 right. Didn't call, he called the ground twice, and then he finally called the tower, he didn't wait to hear that we had been response, yeah. So for the takeoff, it got a little sketchy because of the density altitude. It was just barely holding us off the runway. It felt strange, so we were both kind of surprised. But eventually, the airplane started flying. You'll hear me say I almost aborted because I didn't feel like we were at full power or something. Anyway, shortly after takeoff, Larry had me put the hood on. I'll just let this next part play a little as Larry did some instruction while I was under the hood. You'll hear me make a big mistake on the radial question because I looked at the wrong instrument and took the reciprocal of that wrong instrument. Larry just said, don't do that tomorrow. <laughs> I would try not to. He gave me some good ideas on prepping for the check ride. Remember, summer in Arizona includes a lot of vertically moving air with the thermal updrafts and downdrafts, so it's pretty hard to hold out altitude. You'll hear some of that too. Here you go. I should have you do a soft field... My goodness. Oh, yeah. What is that? Yeah, just... I'm, you you were off the ground, you just... When you got off the ground, you could have got the down down a little bit quicker, but yeah, it's just that density altitude. That was... You were hanging on there. <laughs> we can come back and do one more, maybe, just to, for the heat. I almost aborted that takeoff. 5X-ray, clear, T2 right for departure. I guess what you'll have to do in this heat 
doing that is, is it starts to lift off. You use that back pressure a little bit just to get a little lower angle of attack, get a little higher speed for liftoff so you don't sink back like that. That, yeah, we were just hanging there. We hadn't touched back down, and I thought, well, maybe we'll make it here. <laughs> but it really, pushing down would have, I thought, put us back out on the runway, too. So you're high enough. You can go ahead and look the flaps off. 63, once you're over, I don't know what Kurt did you on, with you on the soft field yesterday. I, I wait till we're at least 50 feet up, then I tell you to. Yeah. Okay, go ahead and put the hood on. Okay, you got it. The airplane, yeah. Did he, did he give us a turn to the right, or? I can't remember. So we'll ask in a moment here. I'll let you uh, ask in a minute here, I can't. I'm sorry, could you give us a turn to the south? Turkey 658, affirmative. Okay, thanks. I got there. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Hey, it's all yours. Uh, 8165 turn left heading 150. Radios are a little weird, aren't they? Yeah, 1550. 5 X-ray, half Cherokee inside. Oh, this guy was just struggling a little bit with his radio procedures, I think. Got a little heavy there. And we'll climb to 3,500. I'm only going a little higher just because it might be a little cooler. Yeah. We'll see how it, I don't think it's going to be much cooler. What is the standard lapse rate? About 3.5 degrees Fahrenheit per thousand feet. Yeah. I found out in my uh, one of my instrument books uh, where I was talking about the airbits are good for six hours. We'll review a little bit of that when we get okay. back. Okay, 150. That sucker still pretty hot. It's amazing. But the yoke's still pretty hot? Yeah. Gotta start my watch here. Give you credit for a minute or two there. Just gonna go long enough to get, a, get what you need and we'll head on back. Alright. Right now, you've got you've got it on nav one is on Stanfield. Just take me to the Stanfield VOR right now. Okay. Ah, uh, quiet. Yep. Okay, Stanfield. Again, when do you have to do this? And you're, yeah, I think you're doing it anyway. Just remind people to divide your attention between rotating the OBS and controlling the airplane. Yeah. Just back and forth, back and forth between the OBS and scanning your instruments to keep it straight and level. There you go. Okay. I'm just for the sake of practice here, let's identify that too. Let's push nav one. I'll let you push Go ahead and push okay. nav one for me. It will turn the volume up. See if we hear a Morris code identifier. Real faint. I don't know if you can hear it. Yeah, I, I heard it. Pretty faint. Okay, you go ahead and take it off there. We'll just say we identified it. That's one of the procedures. We kind of seem to skim over that a lot, but when, you know, when you're using one, you want to identify it, make right. sure you have the right one, and it's, and it's working. Typical hot Arizona afternoon. Eh? Oh, yeah. Thermals again. 
tough hurt when you get here tomorrow to do the flying in the morning. And then, <laughs> yeah. You're all later in the morning. That way you can fly when it's cool. At least in the morning, at least in the late morning, it might be just a little better. Actually, it won't, yeah, he'll be, he'll be flying by 11, 12 o'clock, I would think, at the latest. Yeah, I would think so. Okay, what was it they had? Oh, they hate turned you up in the other direction. Say 3,500, right? Yeah. Okay. Let's see if it feels, well, it does feel just a touch cooler. Yeah, it does. Here, it's not a whole lot, but. Feels kind of nice, actually. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just head that way for a moment. Let's put. I tell you what, go ahead and put the DME for me on. It's not slave to one or two, so it's just an independent unit here, so okay. let's put, I'll let you do that. So we can at least get a distance. 8.2, just take me to the Stanfield VOR now. All right. Got a little right of my uh If he asks you what radio you're on right now, what radio are you on? I know what you're tracking, but... Yeah, uh, I'm on the, uh, the zero four, uh, zero 020 zero radio. Well, you're tracking... Zero 010. Zero. You're tracking... Uh, what's that? What? Uh, well, we're tracking to the station on what radio? Oh, we're what? tracking to the station on 179, approximately. Okay, so what radial are we on? This is more for instrument stuff. But just, you can start thinking about these terms. We're on the three, basically the 360 yeah. radial, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I was looking at the... I yeah. looked, oh, you're looking at this one? <laughs> yeah. yeah look at I was that. just looking at the reciprocal. Yeah. So we're on the, uh, yeah, the 360. You were on the 360. Yeah. Just a little technicality there that you want to remember. You're... You're always on the from radio. Right. Right? We're tracking to the station on the reciprocal. I looked for the reciprocal, but I looked yeah, down here and I said, oh, we're on the... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that tomorrow. But no, no. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> You're doing fine. You don't have much more to go. I'm just going to have you track out here, and I'll deck you around a little bit, and we'll head back. Too hot a day to do a whole lot. And I think, you know, at this point, I'm, uh, my feeling is just relax between now and tomorrow, you know. Get a little bit of this in. This in. I always did my best when I had a... Again, some people operate differently. When I did, when I was doing tests, I was always good. It was good for me to study up to a certain point, and then just stop, put yeah. everything away, and relax. Just say, if I don't, I, I always told myself, I don't know it by now. I'm not going to know it by tomorrow or whatever, yeah. which might not be true. But it just gave me a chance to relax, clear my head, just go into the into the uh, test with enough. Uh, Excitement and nervousness to be good at it, but not too much. You know? yeah. So, like I said, it was good as you you did real good on that stage check, which is very encouraging. Okay, we're tracking to. We're still just a little to the right, of course, yeah. correct? So we'll just go down that a little bit. Turn around, head back here in a moment. I must have a little bit of precession. Let's uh, see here. And again, straight level, unaccelerated for about three seconds. You can check your magnetic compass there quickly. No, 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 pretty close. One, two, three, about 150. One, six, zero. Uh, That's okay. what it's showing. Oh, man, I got no thermal. Oh, yeah, I didn't notice that, too. It really we went up, there. up to like 900 feet per second. Yeah. I have to dive, and we're still not. Look at that. Still doesn't want to go down. <laughs> yeah. 
It'll be a long cross country to do one today in the afternoon. <laughs> Unless you climb high enough, you get or you had you a know, good get autopilot. Yourself, get yourself up to uh, you know that eight or nine thousand feet. Yeah, we are not. We're not descending. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I didn't mean to mess with your power. No, that's okay. I messed with your trip, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Just doesn't want to go down. Pretty soon we're going to get in the down draft and we'll. Suddenly you'll be struggling to stay at yeah. Uh, yeah, an old altitude. Slowly coming down. Yeah, let me do this with you. Monitor, Stanfield VOR. We're still 10 miles from it. Okay. This is where, yeah, you know. Oh, we got we got in the downdraft. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but power up a little bit. Again, like Kurt probably said, yeah, you just anticipate that level off too before you get to 3,500. Okay. So we'll get on course, then we'll turn around, kind of drift on back. Okay. Yeah, about a 30 degree intercept. We're not real far, so yeah, 30 degrees is 150. Yeah, approximately. And we're what? So about three degrees out to the left. We'll see how fast that needle moves towards the center. We'll try to anticipate it so when it gets okay. a little bit closer, before it's centered, we're going to turn on course because we want to intercept that course and not fly right through it. Yeah, we are getting a little downdraft now, so. Oh, yeah. Again, the most important exercise for you right now is to keep that scan. Scan, scan, scan. Keep control of the airplane. You can accept little variations in altitude at this point in your training. I mean, your, your goal, if you inadvertently want IFRs, is to maintain control of the airplane. Now, fly the airplane. Aviate, navigate, communicate. Communicate is obviously a big part of that. Again, this is, you should never inadvertently go IFR, but if the, this should never happen, does happen. Like I said, you want to get right on the instruments, take a deep breath, just maintain control of the airplane first, then execute a plan, which might be, first of all, what we're going to do in a moment here, just turn around. Okay, the needle is centered up. We're 30 degrees off now, so it wasn't moving real fast, so I believe you'll probably keep it centered up turning right to this position. We've got a little bit to the left. Yeah. As you start tracking him, tracking the VORs, you want to start making smaller turns, and you watch that needle carefully as it starts to slowly drift around, make a small correction. If you find yourself making too big a turn, you'll be S'ing your way down the, down the radial there, but that's pretty good. Okay, uh, we're 81658, turn left heading 360. Left 360, we clear? You're clear to the left. Archer 9299 Bravo, currently 
19 miles oh, south from Willie D.O.R. requesting vectors for yeah, uh, okay. ILS-30 center practice approach. Gateway. I would suggest when you get your license, if you're not going to work on any other rating immediately, every now and then think about going out with another pilot practicing a little bit just to stay current. You know, you might not always fly in Arizona where the visibility is really good. And I just think it's a good practice to just, you know, you spent three hours doing this, and one day you might work on a distant rating. So it's yeah, good practice to go out every now and then and just, you know, do, do 15 minutes, you know. The first thing that breaks seems to break down to me when I haven't done any instrument flying is my scan. you got to get that scan back. You're usually behind the airplane when you first start back. So, so you know, as long as you practice, you'll keep that scan a little faster and stay up with things a little better. It's scan, interpret the instruments, and then control the airplane. Maintain VFR, turn racing 040, vectors for sequencing gateway. Yeah, nice pumping here. Uniform, just a moment here. I'll just give you a couple more. Helicopter sometime during the training, just to mention it quickly again here. If you're in the cloud and you don't come out of the clouds, obviously you're going to have to be talking to somebody right away to, to, to get some help yep. to uh, find your way out of, out of the clouds. One thing you want to think about, too, is if you're in the clouds and it's cold, it's, you know, there's a greater chance for carburetor ice. So, you know, that's something to think about, too. If you're in clouds, it's cold, it's moist, visible moisture. you start to lose a little RPM, you might be putting that carburetor heat on now and then. That might, same might apply to uh, PO heat. Uh, but again, hopefully, like I said, you should never get yourself in a position where you have to do this. But again, we've all read stories about pilots that have, so. Climb and maintain 7,000. 414, 2 
Clear November, climb 7,000. Okay, uh, Cherokee 8, 8158, turn left heading 330. 330. And 8158, descend to maintain 3,000 feet. Launcher 9299 out of Bravo. Here's your on a 300 heading, sir, on that vector. You're never going to intercept uh, the uh, localizer. Turn uh, 20 degrees right and intercept the uh, localizer for the practice approach. Additional aircraft Phoenix 8 is Mike now current altimeter 29082. Let's check straight and level on accelerator for more our magnetic uh, compass with our directional gyro. One, two, three. Right ahead of about 350. And 81658, just maintain heading at 350. Okay. And continue your descent down to 2,500. 2,500. So it was about time to think about heading back. So Larry said to pick up the ATIS, and the designator had changed to whiskey. We'll pick it up there. Larry would have me do a short field landing once we got back. Actually, you can go ahead and pick up uh, Channel ATIS if you'd like from here. Central Aircraft, Gateways, Information, Victor, now current, altimeter 29086. Use caution for bird activity in the vicinity of Chandler. Advise on initial contact, you have whiskey. Chandler Terror Information, whiskey time 2047 Zulu, wind 260 at 8, weather better than 5005, temperature 38, 2.1, you, you can maintain it, altimeter 330 right now, that's correct. Visual approaching use, landing and departing runways 22, left and right. NOTAM, caution for multiple obstructions in the vicinity of Chandler Airport, up to 310 feet AGL. Use caution for bird activity in the vicinity of Chandler. Advise on initial contact, you have whiskey. Whiskey. General Terror Information Whiskey time 2047 Zulu. Wind 260 at 8. General Terror Information Whiskey Time 2047 Zulu, wind 26. And yeah, I'll give you another minute before you have to call here because you're about eight out now, so we'll give you one more mile. Yeah, scan, scan, scan. Might put that little airplane one bar width below the horizon on the uh, attitude indicator. Helicopter 14 Victor, taxi Charlie, clear touch and go. Clear touch and go, 14 Victor. And who knows, this might be what it's like in the clouds. You know, you get into yeah. cumulus clouds, it's going to be bumpy. And you're seven miles south when you want to get more okay. with Chandler Tower, Turkey, 81658, seven miles south, 2,500 feet with whiskey inbound, full stop. Turkey, 8, 8158, Chandler Tower. Good afternoon, make left traffic, 22 left, report two miles. Make left traffic for 22 left, report two miles, Turkey, 658. Okay. All you need is another 15 seconds, and <laughs> you're done. Okay, uh, Turkey 81658, turn right heading 340. All right, 340. He says up, down, up, down, up. And 81658, turn right 350. 851, uh, 5 miles south, uh, touch and goes with whiskey. 
Okay, you can take the hood off. Somebody just reported five miles, and we're five miles, so let me... I don't see any. Mark 
And that was a little bit more like that three-point Kurt talked about yesterday. But I don't think he had much choice there. Yeah, you know, I was just trying you, to get her down at yeah, that point. Yeah, you pull the power in a good spot. I liked where you pulled that power. I said we had a little energy, energy left. To, and it's extra challenging today with heat, some crosswinds. It's amazing. We got yeah, over the blacktop. Remainers frequency holds short of light 22 right. Remainers frequency holds short at 22 right, Turkey 658. Back up to 87 kilo, taxi with Charlie, clear touch and go. Clear for touch and go, 87 kilo. Like somebody put us up on jacks yeah. as soon as we got over there. Yeah, really, you get that. I think you get some, yeah, with that heat on the uh, runway there, it just uh, wants to balloon you back up, I think. Yeah, I gotta watch that three point crap. Well, in those circumstances, if I was landing short, I would have done exactly what you did. You know, I'd have got the wheels on the ground and uh, flaps elevator heavy braking. Check 658, turn left on 2 right, right of Mike, taxi without delay, traffic turn base. Left on 2 right, right on Mike, uh, 658. Turkey 658, after clearing the runway, taxi the ramp, have a good day. Well, taxi the ramp, thanks for your help, 658. I was looking out there for the plane on base, I didn't see him. Damn. Now they're turning base. <laughs> oh. Okay, I'll do that. Landing real quick. Stand by. Boost went off. Electrical. Taxi. He didn't even say monitor ground. No, he didn't. <laughs> Only you and I are just <laughs> too many people bouncing around in the heat this afternoon. <laughs> yeah. I switched to it anyway. I mean, that's an advantage of coming out here and bouncing around the heat. It's, it's quieter. Yeah, that's right. The trouble is, you're just about to die in the heat. This window open. Oh. You open play. the window and it's like somebody's blowing a hot blow dryer. Yeah. All right. So now I had everything I needed to take my check ride the next morning. All requirements were done, and all that was left was a little ground review with Larry, some studying on my own, and back to the airport in the morning for the oral, and then the flying part of the check. Man, I was excited and nervous. Would I be ready? Would I choke? All good questions, but you'll have to wait for the next episode to find out what happened. I really do want to hear from you. Suggestions, comments, or just let me know you're listening after my long hiatus. My email address is bill at studentpilotcast.com, or you can reach me on the website contact form at studentpilotcast.com. On Twitter, I'm at Bill Will. That's Bravo India Lima Lima Whiskey India Lima. So it was time. My primary training was done, and it was time to demonstrate to the DPE that I had learned what I needed to know and that I knew how to handle the airplane. In the early stages of training, just a couple short months before, it felt like this day would never come. But now it was here. I thought I was ready. I hoped I was ready. So maybe even by tomorrow afternoon, I was going to be a pilot.
music for today's episode is To Be an Angel by the Canadian band Uncle Seth. You can get more information and subscribe to the podcast feeds on the web at studentpilotcast.com. Remember, any instruction that you hear in this podcast was meant for me and for me alone in the situation I was in at the time. Please do not try to blindly apply anything you see or hear in this podcast to your own flying without thinking it through on your own completely. If you have questions about any aspect of your flying, please consult a qualified CFI.